But loved ones living different, living in faith every day. But loved ones living different, living in faith every day. But loved ones living different, living in faith every day. Living boldly for Christ. Be not ashamed. Welcome everyone to the Bold Life Podcast. I'm your host, Andre Pastor Dre Davis out of Memphis, Tennessee. Bold Life, you may be wondering, stands for beloved ones living different, living in faith every day. This is a faith-based podcast, but it's not a typical one full of church cliches. The Bold Life Podcast is here to introduce the world to a real, a raw, and unfiltered type of faith. You can expect to hear stories on topics ranging from rap and hip-hop culture, LGBTQIA plus issues, marijuana, mental health, and more. One thing you don't want to miss is our Bold Life Spotlight. Each episode will highlight people from all walks of life living out their purposes in God. You will hear powerful testimonies about how God has helped navigate them to success. The Bold Life Spotlight transcends age, race, religion, culture, ethnicity, sexual orientation, and denomination. I believe that welcoming God's people rather than excluding them is our moral duty. We are all flawed. That's why this podcast is about living a bold life and not a perfect one. Again, I'm your host, Andre Pastor Dre Davis, and you are tuned in to the Bold Life Podcast. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Pastor Dre, and I'm so glad to have you join me on this pilot episode of the Bold Life Podcast. And today you are joining me for part one of what's wrong with the church. And see, I wanted to start off with this topic, what's wrong with the church? Because I've had many conversations with millennials, with Gen Zers, and so many have left the church and come to find out it's not really God that people have a problem with. And it's not really the church itself that people have a problem with. It's people that the younger generations have a problem with. It's hypocrisy that they have a problem with. So I wasn't surprised when I found this 2019 Pew study that revealed that millennials are half as likely to be involved with a religion or attend a church than older Americans. 84% of the silent generation, people born from 1928 to 1945, consider themselves Christian. And then 76% of the baby boomer generation consider themselves Christian. But you only have 49% of millennials. Why? Why is that? I mentioned it earlier. Hypocrisy. Hypocrisy that's found in the church. There's this, this gap where on one hand, You see people who say and claim to be Christian and Jesus this and Jesus that, but they don't act like Jesus at all. You know, it's 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 about money. It's about power. They don't care about people. And that brand of Christian is what's being broadcast for most people to see. See, I like to say we have Christianities. Because everybody Christianity ain't made the same. I want to give you a couple of names here, right? Because if you look at Reverend Dr. William Barber II, who is a pastor, who is a leader in the Christian faith, and then you look at Paula White, 
who claims to be the same, you will see a stark contrast between their version of Christianity because both say they're Christian, but only one truly lives out a life that mirrors the Jesus of scripture. And his name ain't Paula White. Speaking of Paula White, let's just take a listen. When she tried to call the angels from Africa and speaking in tongues and honestly making a mockery out of that spiritual gift and making a mockery out of what it means to be Christian. Take a listen to this. Angelic forces, angelic reinforcement, angelic reinforcement, angelic reinforcement. Vika hata anda ata ora bata rata anda eke eke manda rasata. In the name of Jesus, hey hey, mama matara bata. Angels have even been dispatched from Africa right now. Africa right now. Africa right now. From Africa right now. You They're serious? coming here. They're coming here. In the name of Jesus, from South America. They're coming here. They're coming here. They're coming here. They're coming here. From Africa. From South America. Angelic forces. Angelic reinforcement. Angelic reinforcement. Angelic reinforcement. Vika hata anda ata ora bata rata anda eke eke manda rasata. For I hear the sound of victory. I I hear the sound of victory. 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 I hear the sound what? of victory. I hear Bro, what the are you sound talking about, man? I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now. The angels wasn't listening to that, Paula. Yeah, no, no, no. Because the way Christians quote quote like Paula White exemplify God is all wrong. That ain't Jesus. That ain't God. I need somebody here that's listening to this right now, listening to me to understand. When you see that, when you see individuals who align themselves with power, who align themselves with organizations and institutions that don't care nothing about the poor, that don't care nothing about the people, right? with a capitalistic mindset, those folk don't represent Jesus. White supremacy doesn't represent Jesus. There's no if, ands, or buts about it. And see, that's what we see when we see white evangelical Christians who sit back and say nothing about the plight of black folk in this country. Refusing to acknowledge systemic racism in this country. Refusing to acknowledge that the system has been set up and structured to keep black folk and minorities oppressed. That is not who the Jesus of scripture is. And see, white supremacy is embedded into the very DNA of America. Embedded into the very fabric because America was founded on oppression. Founded and built up with slavery. So white supremacy is a structure and a construct is what formed America. And what has happened, white supremacy has done an amazing, uh, an unfortunately amazing job of masking itself as Christianity. And what happens now is the masses are confused on what Christianity really is. 
and who Jesus really is and what God represents. And I'm here to tell you today that it's not white supremacy. White supremacy is a lie from the pit of hell because the God of scripture is always on the side of the oppressed. Something else I want to talk about are things I've seen in the church, specifically when it comes to judging folk. I I remember one of my pastors, shout out to the Reverend Dr. Ralph Basui Watkins. He, he told me a story. He was at a church and a young brother came, you know, he ran the streets and all that. Woo, woo, woo. His partner decided to get you know he was it was time to get his baby christened and so buddy that was in the streets ain't been to church in you know who god knows how long but he decided to come because his partner was getting his baby christened so he was like you know i'm gonna show up for you my guy bet for show cool shake it up clap it up that's real right and he gets to the church he got a hat on and one of the deacons was like hey boss you need to take the hat off you know what I'm saying? You, you can't go in there with your hat on. So he was like, all right, you know, whatever. He he didn't. You know, he was in. The, he went into the church. He's sitting down during the service. Woo, 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 woo. My man's came out of the pulpit, came down to, hey, man, you take the hat off. So after after the service, after everything's done, you know, my uh my pastor went and tried to, you know, run interference. Like, hey, man, look. Don't worry about that. You know, like that was uncalled for. My man's was like, hey, I ain't never coming back here because all y'all church folk the same. Now, that man just said he was never coming back. And my thing is, so I don't like I love the church because I love God and I know God loves God's church. But I very much understand why folks don't want nothing to do with the church. But hopefully when you hear this podcast, you will see what I'm trying to say is I love the church because God loves the church. But God don't love the church when the church act like that. OK, God loves. I'll put it like this. God ain't pleased with the church when the church act like that, because let's imagine right now, 50,000 churches on a given Sunday turn two people away for wearing a hat or for being gay. That's a hundred thousand souls that just walked away from God forever. That's a hundred thousand people that God wanted to use for whatever God's plans were. People that he was going to bring into this space to make the connections, to go and do uh, working with the homeless, working in schools, helping people do various things in the community. But these people have now turned away because you was worried about a hat. Now, take a second and really ask yourself the question, what does God really care about? What does God care about? Also, I want I, I want to give you something else for you to think about. Imagine when you are in the church on a given Sunday, when you are in the house of God. I know right now we're living in a pandemic, so everything is virtual. 
But I still want you to paint this picture in your head. Right. That when you're in this space. What if I told you that God don't even see your flesh? God don't know what you wearing. God don't know that you got on some new Gucci shoes, that you just got a new Gucci purse, that you got a hat on your head, that you got your new three piece suit on. God don't got a clue. All God sees is the heart. So when you so busy judging somebody else on their outer appearance, God is busy looking on the inside. And what does God see when God looks at you? I just want to challenge some people on today because there are so many people that desire they're, they're searching for something out here in this life. And what they're looking for is God, because the presence of God is real. God is real. Jesus Christ is real. But people will never get to that place where they will understand that if we as the church do not do what we're supposed to do, because then we have all of these Christians out here, quote, quote, who are misrepresenting God. The Paula Whites and the Donald Trumps, these individuals, the white evangelicals are misrepresenting who Jesus Christ of the scripture really is. Jesus isn't a capitalist. <laughs> yeah, Jesus isn't a blonde haired blue eyed person that you would think is a patriot holding the American flag saying America first. That's not who Jesus is. Jesus is one who loves the poor who cares about the widow, who cares about the sick. Jesus is the one that speaks truth to power. That's who Jesus is. And as the church, we have to stand in the gap and represent the Jesus of scripture. So now I want to address all of you who may be listening to this and you're on the fence about your faith. You've been trying to figure it out, but you constantly have encountered judgmental and hypocritical Christians that just frankly turn you away from God. I want to encourage you and let you know that your relationship with God is as unique as your DNA. Yeah, your relationship with God is as unique as your DNA. Therefore, those people have no say so with you and God. God is simply looking to have an authentic relationship with you God wants you to be real and God will show you how real God is in your life because your relationship with God is special God is look y'all look y'all God is really looking for people who will say no more games no more gimmicks I'm not here for the play play I'm simply here because I want to get to know you within myself I want a relationship with you this ain't about fame this ain't about what people say about me this ain't about how i look this is because i'm in a place in my life where i feel like i'm going in circles and those circles are taking me down and i've heard people talk about you i've been trying to figure this out but i've been so conflicted because on one side i see christians who act like this but then i see christians who act like that and i'm confused and i don't know who really represents you so for that person for those people I want you to get to know this God that I'm talking about. This God that many, many people, millennials, Gen Zers have come to know. That know God is authentic because this is about 
when you get into that closet by yourself and you have intimate time with God, when you read the scriptures for yourself and not simply by what someone has told you, because yes, I, I want you to hear me today, but I want you to really go and tap in with God yourself. Faith come by hearing, hearing by the word of God. So I want you to hear what I'm saying, but I want you to tap in yourself. So if you're listening, start your journey today because it is a powerful thing to be in the presence of God. Because imagine when we get to the point where we could pray and ask God for the presence and not some presence. Yeah, yeah, so many times we, we, won't, we ask God for the things. God, I, I, I want some new shoes. I want a car. I want a house. I want all of these things, which is cool. But God is saying, I want you to want me. So I'm challenging somebody. I want you to go ask God for the prayer. I'm going to put it this way. We're going to put Bible on it. Moses said, God, show me your glory. Moses asked for the presence of God. So I want somebody today that's sick of running in circles, that's sick of this and that. You like, man, look, I need some focus. I need some, I need to get my life on point. I need to get my life on track. Look, ask God for the presence and then get consistent with it. 2020 has been consistently crazy. So it's time for us to consistently start this journey with God. And look, hey, it ain't gonna happen overnight, fam. <laughs> you feel me? It ain't gonna happen overnight. But I want you to start it right now. So, cause you can come to God real, raw, and unfiltered. God ain't God ain't here for the fake stuff, y'all. God don't want that fake. You ain't gotta come in here and and, and, and think that you have to come. Thou art Lord, Lord, art out thou. No, sit down somewhere. God said, what you doing? Now I need you to talk to me like you talk to your peoples. That's how we can approach God. We come to God boldly, knowing that God wants to hear from us. But you gotta keep it real. Because I think, I think many a times, we think that we have to come to God a certain way, and God's saying, no, I want you to come the way you are. Because the person who you are, that's who I'm trying to call to a higher level. I wanna change your desires. I want you to desire me, and I want you to desire the things that I wanna do through you. And then I want you to go into the world and turn up. I want you to go into the world and show out. I want when you come into the room that you're going to show up and show out for God. And, and because the thing is, ain't no shame in my game. You feel me? Like, I know what God's done for me. So I'm not ashamed when I tell somebody, hey, look, the only reason you see me now, the only reason you see me eat, being able to eat, survive, breathe in school, all of this is because God had my back and still got my back and will forever have my back in spite my flaws. So y'all, hey, it's your boy, Pastor Dre, and I'm so glad you joined me on this pilot episode of the Bold Life Podcast. Make sure you tune in to our next episode where we will have our very first Bold Life Spotlight as we discuss part two of what's wrong with the church. Until next time, it's your boy, Pastor Dre, and I'm out. Beloved ones living different, living in faith every day. Beloved ones living different, living in faith every day. Beloved ones living different, living in faith every day. Living boldly for Christ. Be not ashamed.